Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. It is a Tuesday morning. My commute today is a little longer because I'm taking my in-laws and your great aunt to the airport. So mm-hmm. that's a fun time. Are you going to listen to a podcast while you do it? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know which one I'll listen to, but I'll try to listen to one. All right. Um, so lots of news today. Not as much as over the weekend. I always feel like Monday's a little bit of a struggle. Right. But no, we found a good amount of news. Um, in a backpedaling move, Disney has returned the Star Wars themed names to menus in the to uh, menu items in Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, uh, which is exciting. So the menus uh, have been changed to reflect the Star Wars themed names uh, in their online version and in the digital menu boards, which are inside the restaurant. However, the signage outside still reflects the American English names. Um, and right now there are no physical menus available in the restaurant because of this. Uh, if you ask the Batuans who work there, they will tell you it is because the first order has confiscated the menus. However, they will read the contents to you, uh, which is in keeping with the oral traditions of the Jedi Order. You know what happened here. They collected all those menus and threw them in the trash. Right. And now they have to reprint them all. Right. <laughs> like, maybe next time hang on to them for a couple of days. You know, put them in the box in the basement labeled, we're probably not going to use these. And just, you know, make sure that, you know, in six months, if you haven't touched it, then you can throw it away. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I wanted to mention yesterday we had talked about the Magic Kingdom closing early on October 22nd and how there was hardly any notice. Well, there was plenty of notice. It was just like, it seemed like it was maybe just a reminder. Um, Back in August, people knew probably well before that. So there was no issue with uh, dining or anything like that. So rest at ease, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Cancel the... uh... Um, <laughs> the what? <laughs> I forgot. What do you, what do you call them now? Um, the, the petitions. Yeah, the petitions and the protests. All right. We'll be, uh, we will put our pitchforks down. <laughs> um, so if you are a, fran- a fan of Disney and you've been to Epcot in the past, I don't know, probably like three to eight years ago, you might remember a little fella by the name of Duffy. He was cute. And Duffy is Duff- Duffy the Disney bear. He is uh, Mickey's teddy bear. Uh, and he's very popular over in Japan. Uh, he originated at Tokyo Disney Sea, and since then he has had a bunch of friends uh, who have populated his world with him. And they have debuted two new friends in the past year. And the interesting thing about this is that they are not uh, usually they introduce them as part of Tokyo Disney Sea, but this first character was released in uh, as a part of Alani, uh, and that is Olu the Turtle. Oh, he's so cute. Now the big news is that Olu now has items available on shopdisney.com, so if you're in the States, you can get it. Um, Olu the Turtle was introduced at Alani, and this is his backstory. Uh, Duffy and Mickey were sailing the islands to find Shelly May a birthday present. Happy music led them to a cozy cove. Aloha, I'm Olu. I play my ukulele to make songs of love. Want to sing with me? Olu strummed a beautiful song. That will be the perfect present at her birthday party. They all sang their special song for Shelly May. Um, he's adorable. He's a turtle. Um, he has a little Mickey. Uh, it's not really a hidden Mickey. It's a obvious Mickey on the top of his shell. Um, he, he's he's very cute. He is very cute. But his backstory, I think somebody in like somebody whose uh, language first language was not English, wrote that over it. Possibly Disney C. <laughs> Possibly. So he does now join 
uh, one, two, three, four, four other Disney friends, um, and Disney uh, Tokyo Disney Sea actually has like a three month Duffy celebration where they have special photo opportunities and the friends get together and they have tea, and it's it's adorable. Um, <laughs> so this is just a little bit about that. All right, we don't care about Cookie Ann. Nah. Cookie Ann's so boring. It was fun for a little bit. <laughs> if you want to read about Cookie Ann, we can. No, She's... we just can't le- read her backstory because these backstories are horrific. No, her the backstory is the best part of her. All right, well, go. All right, so Cookie Ann is also heading to Tokyo Disney Sea for this Duffy celebration this year. Uh, she was originally created for uh, uh, Disneyland in Japan. And uh, her backstory is that Duffy first met Cookie Ann when he was enjoying some delicious cotton candy. He accidentally bumped into her as she was carrying a huge stack of waffles and all their treats flew into the air. Luckily, Cookie Ann caught them and turned the ingredients into a cotton candy waffle sandwich. The accident turned out to be a recipe for friendship. I feel like it's like a strawberry shortcake backstory. Oh my god, it's amazing. Like Now I want a cotton candy waffle sandwich. And you put some sugar on that and I'm golden. Perfect. Well, they are very cute characters, especially Olu the turtle. Um, in Christmas news, Christmas merchandise is being released because, you know, like the Halloween parties are in full swing. So let's pull out the Christmas merchandise. Uh, they have some apparel, a candy cane striped spirit jersey, $64.99. It is black, says Walt Disney World across the front, and it has, um, red and white striping and that candy cane striping across the letters. So that is, I don't know, I want to say it's cute. I mean, it's like the thing. Candy cane Mickey. It has a little candy cane Mickey on it, yeah. And then the ugly sweater spirit jer- jersey, which I actually rather like. Uh, also sixty four ninety nine. Uh, is it sweater material you think, or jersey material? Um, I'm having trouble telling. I think it's more of a jersey material. Yeah, it looks more like it's a jersey with a printed. Uh, and then the bottom of the sleeves and the bottom of the body have a pattern that would be an ugly sweater sort of pattern, and it has Walt Disney World all glittery written across the uh, front of it. So if uh, you're looking for your ugly sweater this year, that's a good one. They have a snowman Mickey ears cup for $24.99. It's that um, snowman with the Mickey ears hat that you see around for other things. Um, And then there's the bottom cup cup part, which has a scarf around it. But it's the flannel that matches the Mickey flannel ears Uh and the mini flannel ears. Yeah, the black and red. Right. So, I don't know. I don't need another cup. Uh, Let's see. There's no place like Walt Disney World light up cap. That is a fuzzy snowman cap. It also is wearing the scarf. It has little arms sticking out from it. And it is wearing uh, a Mickey Mouse hat. That I, you know. And it lights up. And it does. It lights up. I would, you know, if I was in the park for, maybe for the Christmas party, that might be my choice when we went. Right. What, a year ago? Two years ago? Yep. Two years ago, we uh, all picked some sort of Christmas hats or ears. That would that would be my pick this year. And then lastly, there is a double-sided sequin t-shirt uh, that says Joy on it in sequins. And uh, yeah, it's a gray sweatshirt with... Uh, sequins. So, that's right. great. Cool. Alright. Um, in other Christmas m- news, uh, Mickey and Minnie house ornaments have debuted in Disneyland. The ornaments show off the cartoon-style architecture of Minnie and Mickey's houses in Toontowns. Uh, in Toontown. The ornaments are reversible and the insides show Mickey and Minnie waiting to greet guests in their respective houses. The ornaments retail for $29.99 each and they can be found at the Castle Holiday Shop in Fantasyland. I like those. They are very nice. They're cute. 
So that's at that's in Disneyland. Okay, Correct. right. Because there are no more Mickey and Minnie houses in Disney World. So. Right. Not anymore. So sad. Yeah, not too sad. I liked them. I think they were better in Disney World than the ones in Disneyland because Disneyland are in that ghetto part of the park. <sighs> you and your park ghettos. <laughs> I don't like Toontown. Let's see. Disney Plus is casting for a new Disney game show. Um, they are looking for a family of four. That can be any kind of a f- makeup of a family of four as long as you're you know, somehow related, whether by blood or by marriage. It can be, you know, a couple of cousins, an aunt and a brother, or, you know, however you want to make that up. Or it can just be a, a traditional family of four. I'm trying to hook up as the fourth Leonard sibling. Yeah, that yeah. would be pretty good. They'd yeah. have a good shot, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in auditioning, there is an online application through the oldschooltv.com. So you can go there and check that out. I clicked through it a little ways. It's not too bad of an application. There's no like video or anything required. It's uh, your name. You have to be 18 or over. It's one person applies for your group of four. It's like name, contact information, and then a little blurb about why you would be great for this uh, under 200 words. Cool. Excellent. Yep. Oh, and look at this. More Christmas Tumblr news or more Christmas news. Would you like to read about more Christmas merchandise? It's all um, Starbucks stuff. So the Starbucks in the parks have some new mugs, some, well, ceramic tumblers. They have a Disney California Adventure Starbucks Traveler Tumblr that features nods to Frozen, Cars Land, Pixar Pier, and Carthay Circle with the red car trolley and the storyteller statue in the in the center. That's $24.99. These are all $24.99, actually. Um, then there's a Disneyland Parks uh, mug featuring Space Mountain in the middle of a Sleeping Beauty castle design, flanked on all sides by Tinkerbell, a ship from Peter Pan's flight, the Matterhorn, a tiki bird, a teacup, and Mr. Toad. And let's see. And then there's uh, mugs. The mugs feature a Christmas tree design. Um, you can spot different park icons across the orn- across the ornaments on that Christmas tree. Uh, Spaceship Earth tops the tree as its own ornament. There's also the Tree of Life, Minnie in a Sleigh, the Hollywood Tower Hotel, um, the Clock Face from It's a Small World, Sleeping Beauty Castle, a monorail, and Mickey's Pixar Pal Around Fun Wheel. Yeah, so that's more of a generic parks mug versus the two distinct mugs for California. So I wonder if Walt Disney World will get their own um, Starbucks Yeah, right. Mug. I would think, yeah, they probably will. So keep an eye out. And the only way you can tell those mugs apart is uh, they all have the, the Starbucks logo on the front, and then the lid color is, is different. There's a bright purple lid for California Adventure, a blue one for Disneyland, and a red one for the Disney Parks mug. All right. All right. In boring news that we already talked about. In no, this is not boring news. Sleeping Beauty's castle has, has more, more snow. snow. That's right. Um, most of the turrets and roofs now have snow, and after the rest of the snow has been placed, they will add wreaths and glowing icicle lights. Fascinating. That's exciting. We just talked about it yesterday. You don't get snow in Ooh, Southern California. And then there's more snow, and then tomorrow there's going to be a little more snow. Well, we will report it here first. <laughs> the extra snow. That's right. Um, let's see. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. A couple of dates have sold out um, for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It is sold out for October 24th and 31st. And then the first night of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is November 8th, is now completely sold out as well. Wow, that's a big gap. Usually they do like the last Halloween party on the 1st of November, and it seems like the 3rd or 4th of November is the first Christmas party because they sometimes those people overlap. 
Yeah, but do we know how late, how long the Halloween party is going to? I mean, Halloween the 31st party, is sold out, bro. Halloween party usually never goes further than the 1st or 2nd of November. Hmm, okay. And that's a, that's a, that's a week gap. Yeah. That's, that's big. They need a little time to get the Halloween out and get the Christmas in. I guess. And in litigation news, um, a family has filed suit against Disney uh, because their child was attacked by an anteater. In things you can't make up. Right. On an offshore, uh, on a shore-based excursion uh, off of the Disney Wonder while in Cartagena, Colombia in October of 2018. The child suffered a mysobacteria infection and his family is claiming that the onboard medical facility did not treat him properly. So they are suing the Magical Cruise Company Limited, which is the official name of the Disney Cruise Line, and Vanter Cruise Health Services, which is the company that provides uh, uh, health services, health services <laughs> staffing for the ship, uh, because they say he did not give the level of care, uh, that they did not give the level of care the boy needed after uh, they failed to detect and diagnose the infection. The family is now seeking damages in excess of $15,000 and a jury trial. What's with the jury trial thing? I don't know. It's a trial by jury. I know, but why would you want that specifically? Um, maybe you think that jurors will be sympathetic to the every man who is going against the big ruthless corporation versus a judge who might just rule based on legalities. Maybe. Uh, $15,000 doesn't seem like a ton of money. Well, it's in excess of $15,000. So is that just like a cutoff where they have to say like it's either more or less? Well, than anything a less amount? than fifteen thousand dollars might be small claims court. This mm. is a this is a large claim. So if they know it's going to it could a certain be a, court, right? They could have they could actually be suing for two million dollars. We don't know. Right. Okay. They might be asking for five million dollars, mm-hmm. but it's in excess of fifteen thousand. Gotcha. All right. And then in other litigation news, um, Disney is moving to avoid a class action lawsuit on the Fair Pay Act and gender discrimination. Um, there's a group of 10 women claiming that Disney has violated the California Fair Pay Act, uh, and Disney is arguing that the company is so large that a suit by 10 women is not representative of all of the women um, in the uh, that have brought suit against them. Uh, so I guess back in April, two women sued Disney, claiming they were paid less than men who performed similar work. Uh, one of these women worked for two decades as a senior copyright administrator at Disney's Hollywood Records. Um, and then Disney indicated that they were going to challenge that lawsuit because the two women couldn't represent all women at the company. So they added eight more women. Um, and uh, the, the women are claiming that because Disney's pay practices negatively affect their female co-workers throughout the state, the plaintiffs are now bringing this as a class action lawsuit. Uh, Disney is still not satisfied that 10 women can represent all female employees and has filed a motion asking the judge to rule that they can't continue as a group. Hmm. So this will be uh, interesting to see where this goes out. Um, you know, Disney just recently made a, uh, within the past year, year and a half, uh, said that by 2021, I think all of their workers will get a, a minimum wage of, I think it's 13 or $15, which, you know, it's not great money, but uh, they are bumping up, uh, you know, for the living wage initiative to get people their fair representation uh, monetarily, it does look here though like these are you're not talking about anything that would be minimum wage type jobs. It looks right. like these are more like corporate jobs. And the impression that I've had with Disney a little bit is that it is sort of a male driven company. Um, I can see where maybe women are being paid less. So I'd be interested to watch the development of that and see how those ladies do with their lawsuit. 
Um, I have a little lawsuit news over here uh, over at Universal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is according to Fox 35 Orlando's uh, website. Universal theme park visitor is suing over deceptive unlimited soda deal. What? Yes. Unlimited soda? Uh-huh. Our recent visitor to Universal's theme parks is popping his top about their unlimited soda stipulations. So they have uh, over at Universal, you pay for a mug, um, you pay $16.99 for the freestyle cup for the day, and then, you know, you can go back in the next day, pay $8.99 to use it again um, for unlimited refills. However, during his two days at the park, this guy claims that he was denied a second refill after quenching his thirst and was told that he would have to wait 10 minutes between each refill. It gives you the message you're not quite ready to fill up. So it's I think it's to stop people from um, filling up their cup, dumping it into somebody else's cup in right. their family, and then you know going back and getting another one. They make you wait 10 minutes. He does not like this. He says he, he complains that he was never informed of the limitations and they were not displayed on advertisements for the deal. Um, the lawsuit did not specify what damages he was seeking, but documents did say he was demanding a jury trial. And that's why I ask you, what's with these hmm. jury trials? <laughs> so anyway. Could you go back? What was the time limit? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Now, Disney does the same thing. They yep. offer the refillable mugs in their resorts for a flat fee. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a time period. You're, you're locked out for a bit. And I totally get that. Yeah, to stop. You know, the thing that's annoying about it, though, is it's like, really, you're really nickeling dining people. I mean, if if you're a person who is going to buy one mug for your family and, you know, share it between people, you're you're the type of person who maybe, why can't Disney just let you have that? You just spent $17 for, you know, to get a soda, what, when you're in your resort, so what, twice a day, maybe? Right. And if those, if that, during that twice a day, you want to fill it up twice... Is it really that big a deal? These big companies trying to like, you know, every little loophole there could possibly be they need to squeeze out. I don't know. It's 14 cents worth of soda syrup. Exactly. You know? Uh, so I understand that the, why this guy is annoyed, but I do not see a lawsuit being necessary. All <laughs> anyway. right. Well, different strokes for different folks. I guess. I have no more lawsuits to talk about. All I'm right. all out of lawsuit news. And uh, it's about... 20 minutes. Well, it's 18 and a half minutes, so we'll just end it here. Well, because we got to go watch something, right? And we're getting ready to watch the Star Wars trailer in 5 minutes and 14 seconds at halftime of the game, so we will be back on to give you our thoughts. All right, so we stopped to watch the trailer. What would you think, Tony? I thought it was action-packed and very exciting. (laughs) I mean, any specific comments on anything? You know, there's a bunch of stuff I could talk about that you wouldn't get. Um, you know, is the Emperor still alive? We heard him laugh in one of the previous trailers. He had a little bit of dialogue now. Uh, the Emperor was killed back in uh, Return of the Jedi, way back in 1983. Um, so, who knows uh, what this is going to bring? You know, is Luke alive? Is he really dead? What was the deal? We never saw his Force ghost at the end of the uh, of the last movie. Um you know, who is Rey? Will we find out that her parents re- weren't really just nomads? Is she part of the Skywalker line? So Leia was in this one. Is she this was. probably the last one for Leia? Um, all of these scenes were actually shot for Episode Eight because she passed away not long after Episode Eight uh, was released, or was it just before it was released? Um, so it was but like these extra were, footage. These were, this was extra footage. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't digitize her. 
Um, but they had extra footage from the previous movie that they used for this. Okay. So, um... It, sort of a thing maybe between, like, there seemed to be some interaction between, like, Ray and Kylo Ren. Is there some sort of a thing there? Well, there has been. Yeah. They're, they're kind of drawn to each other. Don't you remember the whole last movie? No, was, I don't remember any was, of it. He was inside her thoughts, and they could kind of telepathically mm-hmm. see each other. Um, so, yeah, it's... Who knows what it's going to be, but it looks like everybody's gathering. You know, this looks to be, like, a last big meeting, and, and at one point... Uh, you know, you hear the voiceover say that, you know, your gathering will be your undoing or, or something to that effect. Um, you know, and we do get to see Lindo Calrissian, Billy D. Williams, making his return back and piloting the Falcon. We all know that he he owned the Millennium Falcon before Han had it. You know, we saw him briefly in Solo uh, as a young man. We saw him again in Empire, uh, the Empire Strikes Back and the uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, and then, you know, he's now back for episode nine, so it'll be, it's pretty cool to see him. Yeah, I mean, overall, I didn't, Tony asked me, you know, should we get tickets? I said, I don't know, let's, let me watch the, the trailer first and see if I think I want to see it. But, yeah, I mean, I'll go see it. It's the same, it's some familiar characters, which I like. It's not, you know, introducing a whole new band of people, which I don't love. It takes me a while to get to know each character. They did that two films ago when they introduced this whole new group. Yeah, so at least now they're sticking with people that they've already um, introduced. So, yeah, I'll go see it. Okay, and so that's our review. And uh, until tomorrow... I'm Cheryl. And I'm Tony, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.